culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hello and welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Raglan. Our guest today, uh, you know him, but you might not know his face because he's often under prosthetics, but uh, he's an amazing physical performer as well as us, a normal performer, you might say. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, Doug Jones is here. Hi. Hi, Hi everybody. I'm Doug Jones. Whoa. <laughs> I'm waving right now, too, That which is good and on a podcast. And he came in full makeup today. Yep. He looks real weird. This is my human makeup. Uh, oh, this, this takes five hours to apply. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. It's creepy. Because I actually... Actually, do have gills and a blue skin, a blue yeah. skin, but normally on a normal. I've heard the rumors. <laughs> the internet is a buzz. That Webernet's going places. I'm it serious. Is. I think people are going to be using that more and more. The, uh, you know, you invest your five bucks now, folks, on the ground level. I hear you can send messages to people in other countries. Even yep. no, it's it's it's, Without, it's it's branching out. I just pay my guy three dollars a month, and <laughs> I, I can send international guy. messages. You emails. have a guy? Yeah, that, uh... he hooks me up. I get a long distance plan for my email. No oh, big deal. A long distance plan yeah. your email. I want to. I want. I got to meet your guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ray, guy. The Webernet Ray's guy. A good guy. It's a good guy. Ray's awesome. I, I, I just Ray. give him my money. He takes care of it. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Ray. I was working with Ray for a while. Now I'm working with a barrister who's attempting to secure me funds by emailing oh. a lot of people. So a barrister yeah. in England. In England, yeah. yes. <laughs> Good day, he sir. does sign everything kind regards. Yeah. That's yeah, how he that's signs awesome. off all emails. I always get ten, like ten thousand dollars from Africa. Yeah, someone in Africa. I get those emails uh, in, on the Webernet, and they're I think real. It's, I think they're real. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that somebody left that money to me. Is what I'm happy. That's what I'm most happy Thank about. You, they sir. thought of me when they, were, when they were dying on their deathbed. In Africa, I want my fortune to go to some guy I've never met in America. Send an yeah. email. Make it official. And what I like is it's a trend that's happened quite a few times to me. I mean, yeah. it's just a nice lot. to know that so many people are thinking of you. Are thinking of me when you know yeah. they want to get rid of their funds. I don't know how they all know us in Africa, but no. uh, the internet again. See, it's there branching it is. out yep. even even in the southern hemisphere. It yeah. is. And they don't know my name per se, but they no. know my email. Address, they know enough to call you sir because you're a gentleman. <laughs> yes, and they give me kind regards, so it's got to be legitimate. And they all write in bad grammar. Yeah. That's yes. the bad part I love the most yeah. mm-hmm. is that if you're going to be giving out millions of dollars, you should do it with bad English. <laughs> Just do it. Yep. Slap. What is that? A slap happy job? Or does that mean something else? <laughs> I don't know what you're slapping, but the show is called Pop My Culture, so I'm just saying, if there's slapping and popping going on... Slap it together and be happy about it. Okay. Anyway, speaking yeah, of slapping, uh, VMAs were last night, the Video yes, Music the MTV, Awards. the uh, right. Video Music Awards. Right. Uh, Lady Gaga took home eight... eight. Did she? Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Or she calls them Video Monster Awards. Yeah. Uh, see, I couldn't get Mrs. Laurie to tune in because I was like kind of interested in yeah. seeing the video because I also love Chelsea Handler. Was she not yeah. the host? Yeah, she, she was. Hosted, yeah. Love her. She's so hilarious. Uh, so we saw some of the opening bit, and then Mrs. Laurie was like, yeah, click. She's, <gasps> she's turning the channel. I'm like, no. Oh, was Mrs. Laurie offended by Mrs. Chelsea? Well, yeah, I like Mrs. Chelsea more than Mrs. Lori does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. You're the sassy lady I'm of the, the sassy two. lady of the, <laughs> the two of us. Exactly. She's the uptight old man. But you're just yeah, like, no, it's fun. She's yeah, sassy. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. Let's, let's, have, let's have naughty girl talk. I know. That, I'm that guy. <laughs> I want to drink something pink. <laughs> 
true. We could have a good time together, Dougie. I know, we could. Do you mind if I call you Dougie? Call me Dougie. My friends call... In fact, my everyone calls me Dougie. Okay. I, I sign off I saw Dougie. it on the internet a lot. Did you and see I was that on like, Webernet? Yeah, and so I was like, maybe I could do that. Yeah. But I wasn't planning on doing it this early. You know, I sort what, of sprung it on you. When I joined the Screen Actors Guild, I thought Doug Jones would have already been taken. It's a very common name. Yeah. So right. I was thinking of going in as Dougie Jones. Agent at the time was like, no, oh, you cannot grow old with the name Dougie. And then I, now I'm 50, and I go by Dougie. So you look great, P.S. Don't I look, don't I look great? You do. I look fabulous. Yeah. 50. How could this be 50? I know. 50. I know. And Molly Shannon's got nothing on me. No, That's right. nothing. nothing. I, you were high kicking when you came in here, and those were I did. good. I did. No, I did. I know. In my acid wash jeans <laughs> yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. The Touch early. Touch the door frame. Are those really? These are, I, I've had these since 91. I'm wearing wow. them right now. Acid nice. wash jeans, folks. So you're, or stone wash. I, I don't know which is which. You're, you haven't put on a lot of weight. I mean, you look big. But <laughs> <laughs> don't I look tubby around the yeah, middle? Yeah. I weigh no six three and a half. I weigh one forty. Whoa! That's why my jeans still fit. It's I true. I think on our episode description, I'm going to describe you as portly Doug Jones. Portly Doug Jones. <laughs> That's okay. Portly rotund. Rotund. Master Doug of Jones. donuts. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't shop at the big and tall shop. Yeah, because you have to be big and in tall. tall. You yeah. could just use like the leg of the suit. The, right for the yeah. as a dress. I yeah. could. There you go. <laughs> sassy, sassy. Okay, sassy girl. Oh, <laughs> that just sort of sounds like costumes. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring. Oh, going to bring it back to Lady Gaga. Gaga. I'm going to guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think Gaga is a great. Musician, okay. I'll, I'll second that emotion. Okay. I really do. She can do stuff live. She's an amazing pianist. She has a big voice. She wears some weird stuff. I'm also kind of behind that. What I'm not behind is this persona she's creating. It's freaking me out about like loving her little monsters and um, this sort of accent she's given herself. She's from New York, but now she talks like this. Yes. And <laughs> I could do nothing without my monsters. Like it's a creepy mommy monster thing. I'd like happening. to thank Mumsy and Dadsy for this award. <laughs> didn't, Madonna, didn't Madonna pull that trick too? Yes, yeah, she yeah, did. Going, going British on yep. us. And, and Tina Turner, I think, slipped into yeah, the British. Yes, she did. Somewhere yeah. along the way from, too. Bush nut or something, <laughs> right? Like, she's from, she's from uh, Bartertown, Thunderdome. Is that, that's, that's, where she's from. that's where she's from. They don't talk to They don't have British Wait accents a minute. there. I know, I know. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm just on the fence on Lady Gaga, personally. Mm-hmm. Because I want to like her, but I just wish she had a sense of humor about herself. I think that would make it so much more fun instead of keep telling us I'm a performance artist. Well, that's gross. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just be a performance artist and let us know. Like, we will know that just when you come Just perform and let us, let us decide on the yeah. art part. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, yeah. like, announcing, I'm not just a pop star. I was born this way. I was born a pop royalty. Like, what are you? Just, like, do your thing and we'll be impressed. But I don't like like her telling me she's a performance artist and how deep it is because then I just get like my little fists up of like hey yeah. hey yeah. I decide what's cool for me Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, right. you know, come on, Basquiat. Let me make yeah. my own decision here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like I feel like she's just decided now that, like, how do I out-crazy myself every time I walk on stage? So yeah. I got to figure out, like, oh, that last dress only weighed 175 pounds. What can I – I mean, the, the, the whole opening of that show was Chelsea Handler coming out with a giant house on her head, like making fun <laughs> of Lady Gaga outfits <laughs> with a garage door where her face is and then it lifts up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but then, like, that's that's an exaggeration. But it really isn't. Not like, really. That's really what she wears. She, she won one award where her dress was so big and so heavy that she needed three people to pull her out of her chair, and it took her forever to 
get on stage. And she literally said, <laughs> I didn't anticipate all the wins. This dress is far too heavy to accept an award in. But even that's that, funny. It's, it's weird. That's funny. She, but she's not admitting that it's funny. She's got this martyr attitude of like, I wore this heavy dress for <laughs> my monsters. Now she's Catherine Tepper. I'm bleeding in my legs. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're supposed to feel, feel yeah. sorry for her. Yeah. Oh, oh, poor sorry, thing. I had to drag Gaga. that dress up a staircase. <laughs> oh. She wore meat last night. Was that real meat? No, you don't wear meat. Who wore meat? She wore, Lady Gaga wore meat? meat and like butcher strings. I didn't see that outfit. It was a, about halfway through. It looks like a. Did it cover her naughty bits? It covered her naughty, <laughs> but it's looked naughtier than her naughty bits. It's like it's like the amount of jokes you could make just looking at the. Oh, I mean, I'm trying so you to. can really only wear a meat dress once. So you know, <laughs> really, you but really she's can't. gonna have a great barbecue when she gets home to celebrate. And a lot of new pets as the dogs follow her home. Oh, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Right? It's true. And Eating rats. her dress is she. Little though, monsters. if you were to. Yeah. If you were to spell like you know barbecue sauce or something on your dress, you wouldn't mind. Yeah, you'd, you'd be, be like, like, "Awesome! Oh, it's maybe so much tastier." <laughs> Good, I'll flip over now or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Oh, see? see, everything sounds d- naughty. It all sounds meat. naughty now. That I know. You it really does. Something in meat. It's just <laughs> in your window well. city. I don't it, like it. No, I know. <laughs> but you were saying that people are saying. You and well, Lady Gaga you know have some. I, uh, Lady Gaga and I have been equated with each other simply because of the dress up factor of both yeah. of us. Because I dress up professionally. Right. Uh, well, people dress me up and make me up to yeah. meet other creatures from other worlds. And she just kind of does it to herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> as a creature from another world, her monsters. <laughs> her little yeah, monsters. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I keep seeing, like, on, on the Twitter, the Facebook, the MySpace, even. Yes, I still use MySpace. Whoa. What? What about Friendster, Doggy? I don't, do, I don't know the Friendster. Don't know I the think friend. that was it's good. dead long the, the, ago. Uh, uh, LinkedIn is, is, a, is, oh, yeah. is, is emerging. That's someone always wants to connect with me. Someone always wants to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, what did they get? In, did they get into your uh, address book and go, wow, everybody? I, I think that's what they happens, must. yeah. They must. Go. But then they offer you uh, 10000 US dollars. With kind regards. Oh yeah, and so you so got to take. All you got to do is link on LinkedIn. No, not really. no, no, you're, you're making that up. That's <laughs> yeah. not a pop culture thing at all. That That's a fear, but fear and a I get I, I get the LinkedIn invites a lot from people, and then I'm just like, another thing. Like, another thing. I've got How so many things to log into in one day. Yeah, exactly. Do you manage a MySpace page? I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't manage it. I just basically now leave status updates. Yeah. I, I let it. I'm letting it rot. Oh, because the only people who use MySpace now, it seems like, are the internet whores and fifteen-year-old yep. kids. I was going to yeah, say that's all. That's all that's left there. And bands, and I love the kids, though. I love the kids and the kids because the kids are half my audience, so right. I love them. So that's why I'm keeping a presence. There, and I but. mean, the internet whores. That's nice. No, nope. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when yeah, no. Stacy with three asterisks leaves you. <laughs> A picture of her midriff. Like, you can't complain. You can't, you can't complain. And you can't Happy ignore. Sunday. You don't want to ignore. <laughs> like those weird line yeah, how things. Do they find, how do they type those things in? All those, I I, all those artistic After, wavy, wavy, wavy. stars and waves of... Is there some sort of, of sparkly app they use? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I mean, they don't know me to wish me a happy Sunday. They just, they just want to get their face on my page with 4,000 followers. That's yeah. what they want. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Leeches. I uh, <laughs> terrible i was like actually at a party once this is a couple years ago and myspace is pretty prevalent and i was talking to this dude and i was like "Ah, the things that drive me crazy are the people on myspace the dudes that have like 
their all their photos are like backwards baseball cap, one earring, shirt off, like in front of a mirror with a camera. Yeah, with a camera. Yeah, so right. it's just like you know, ooh, like I'm gonna that. take a picture of my he's own like, self. He's I'm like hot. laughing and stuff. I get home and I get oh, a friend no. request from him, and that's his picture. He has <gasps> one of those, like sincerely, and I was like, oh, oh, seriously, and he hates yeah. that. He, no, he he just he just thought it, with... he just thought it was funny because I he'd see me doing an improv show or whatever, oh. and oh. like thought it was funny or whatever. But then like he just literally like thought that <laughs> is really and then what he looks friend like. Friend request me, that's really like what his whole thing. Do you remember the MySpace picture? My favorite picture ever on the Webernet ever was the uh, 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 was a young lady of color. And she had a camera held up in the air to get that good angle on yourself mm-hmm. as you're looking down on your body. Behind her was a toilet with a turd in it. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Best picture ever on the Webernet. Awesome. So sad. Oh. oh. I almost put that as my profile picture because I loved it that much. I did. You can. You can. I could. Just really for could. a day. I could steal it for a day. I could. Be her. Well, Live bless that her life. heart. Bless her heart. She and she she didn't look bad. Bless her heart, but the turd did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get a good angle on a turd. But see, then you could you could use that as your profile picture, and then you could try to convince people that like that's your latest project. Right, right. And there's oh. Oh, seven hours of makeup, makeup for that. Yes. Oh yeah. Hey, I got a question for Ooh, you. Sure you you do. like Halloween? Like dressing up? People ups? think I just love Halloween. I was thinking it, you'd hate it, actually, maybe. I do not. <laughs> I, when I Halloween parties, I go in a t-shirt like, yep. as a guy. Hey, guess what? I'm a guy this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I... Uh, I think if I were you, I'd have enough of that. Yeah, dress, dress up, up for my job means dress up for recreation. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Though you are in arguably one of the greatest Halloween movies of all time. <gasps> Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yes. Oh, thank you for knowing that. Oh, so oh, good. I love that movie. Everyone loves that movie. I know. Well, you guys are the right age that you probably grew up with it a little yeah. bit, didn't you? Because you're just puppies. You're just, look at you. <laughs> you're just... <laughs> Still wet behind my ears. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, that, uh, yeah. I just put water there behind my ears. I know. What a fun, a family-friendly Disney little romp that is. So fun. Right? And it came out in, in the summer. This is the bad thing. It was a theatrical release in the summer, July of 93. Blockbuster season with a little Halloween kids movie. It's like, so it did horrible at the box right. office. Right. But that's before the DVD market exploded like it did. Yeah. Uh, so now it's become like everybody owns a copy. What they, if you've got kids, you've got Hocus Pocus yeah. on the shelf. And it's on the Disney Channel and ABC Family and blah, 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 blah every year for a month. Why so, wouldn't they put that out at Halloween? Yeah. Well, you, you think they, that, they didn't ask me about marketing, did they? Weird. Did they do they? that sometimes, too. Like, that Nightmare on Elm Street remake came out, like, in August of that past summer. And I was like, yeah, really? Yeah, Why yeah. not wait two months and yeah. put it out, like, say, at Halloween, where people, people are actually are in that mood? In the yeah. mood for horror. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Or scary. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But... Anyway, but, but Hocus Pocus became this Halloween classic that I love uh, being a part of now. I, I mean, I, I did then too, but I just was disappointed at how they released it. But yeah. um, but now it's become like the Wizard of Oz. It's on every year, and people yep. all know it. And I right. love that. Part. And those ladies are amazing. They are. Bette Midler was a treat, a treat to her. And Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know the pretty one. You usually think, okay, this is going to be the trouble, right? Right, right here. Right here. <laughs> she was hilarious, delightful, handholdy, swingy as you walk oh. to. Oh, I loved her. I loved her. I love her. Love her. Love oh her. my gosh! And Kathy that's and awesome. Jimmy, hilarious. So, so good. Funny. Yeah. So yep. funny. And quick, quick wit, wit, wit. Yeah. And supposedly that part was originally offered to Rosie. O'Donnell, but she turned it down. That was her fault, wasn't it? It yeah. sure was. She said, owned she said she wasn't interested in playing a witch or something. At oh, the time. Okay, well, so, it wasn't all right. Really... So we'll just give it to Kathy and Jamie, and she'll be awesome. And she was she so is. so fun. I know, I know. Oh. And I got to play a zombie that had his mouth sewn shut, was going <laughs> for most of the Pretty movie. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. But I cut my mouth open and I spit out profanities at Bette Midler. Not there you go. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I called her a wench. Is that so bad? Disney profanity. Put it on Disney. Yeah. You can. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
That's like, I guess the beauty of making something that's like going to be perennials because every year, if it's if it's good, if people like it, it's going to get charted out for yeah. eternity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's not going to be a Christmas where we don't see a Christmas story twenty four seven. That's right. That's life, right. That's you right. Know? You're always right. going to because there's only a handful of things that are good and beloved that have that kind of staying power. Yeah. That's that true. Power, it's yeah. true. And it's I'm tickled pink that Hocus Pocus became one of those. That's, oh. Thank you for knowing that. Wow, that's love. That's love. So if we just make a good Arbor Day movie. Yeah. Arbor Day. Please. We'll get I trotted know. out. I know. When everybody's in a tree mood. We gotta get, we gotta get Tim Burton on that one. I'm just saying. The last one they released, they released it in winter. <laughs> and I wasn't season. in the mood. Yeah, exactly. I just wasn't in the mood for a tree movie. All the trees are dead and gone right, <laughs> right now. Right, right. No. Oh. Oh. Confession, I don't know when Arbor Day is. Does anyone really know? It's okay. like in March, I want to say. Okay, I was like, what if I say the winter thing and then you guys are like, duh. Arbor Day is the peak of winter, and, uh, idiot. And tied it into when trees are prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they made the holiday, they're like, like spring. You're thinking spring. Yeah, you think it's spring, there'd be trees around. Oh, be the time to celebrate the trees. <laughs> it would, it would, when they're blooming again. Yeah. Blam. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have snow days in August. Yeah. You know? no. I, mean, I guess you do have Christmas in July. Oh. All uh, right. There's Who a good, does that's that? A good reason for a sale, really. Yeah. Oh, is that all that is? Store. Yeah. It's a retail thing, I think. It really is. Yeah. Corporate America. I know. I tell you. Get off my back. All right. <laughs> I'll buy it when I want it. <laughs> I'm very like protective today. I don't Are like you? this. Are well, you I was mean about Lady Gaga a minute ago, yeah, and right, now I'm right. And now you're about... watching your wallet yeah. with, a, <laughs> with the white knuckles. Hey, yeah. hey, I'll tell you when I'm ready to buy that. Not find it on the internet. I'm gonna spray you with a hose. I'll shop Amazon for myself when I want something to be sweet. You. Are you an internet <laughs> shopper? Uh, well, out yeah, of necessity, when when I'm a last minute shopper, yes, it's oh. like, oh shoot, I forgot to get that thing out, and then you get the thing sent, yeah, and then you then you can email somebody and say, oh, I just sent your thing, so it'll be on its way. Right. <laughs> it's a little bit late, but yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, that's the beauty that. of the holidays, though, because I don't really. I know it's killing like retail stores that are actual like you know storefronts, but like. I don't miss trying to get to a mall in that in yeah. mid December, and it's just like the zoo, awful right. place. You right. can't park. There's lines. That's like, the beauty of the holidays, do you call? Well, no, but I mean, it's the beauty <laughs> of shopping for people. And now, yeah. like, I yeah. don't have to go and deal with that. And I can you just can go pick online. Out perfect things too, which is you fun. can. You can find everything on yeah. that Webernet. and you can shop for people in other states. So, so yeah. the world we're in now is very, very spread out, of course. And uh, and you you with one click of a thing you've got something sent off to someone in you know Massachusetts and you don't have to worry about boxing it up and right. sharpieing the address on taking it to the post office. The post office. Yes, right. oh, waiting yeah. in that line. That's even right. worse. Yeah. Right. See what I'm saying? No, so there's love for a nominal fee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> everything. It is nominal. <laughs> yeah, at any cost. Been there. So mm-hmm. one thing I don't think a lot of people know about you is that you were the original um, Mac Tonight. What? How you did some research? A little bit. Yeah, I'm, I was the crescent moon headed Mac tonight fella for McDonald's, a fast food chain. Did you get a free <laughs> life pass? Everybody asks me this question. Yeah, like, they did do. you get I'm burgers sorry. for the rest of your life? No, no, they paid me for the commercial campaign, and if I wanted to spend that on burgers, that was up to me. And you did? I did not. Oh. <laughs> I mean, whoa, I, I, no, whoa. I, whoa. No, I'm not a traitor. I, I, go to, I go to the Mickey D's. They got a dollar menu. I'm just saying. And you got McCafe. Yeah, yes. Oh, man. They do. When you got the coffees Ooh. and the... Right, right. Sugar-free syrup out the... Woo! Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, that cracks me up, though. I'm just like, just 
be McDonald's. I know. <laughs> you know? Right. You're right. McDonald's. Just own it. Right. I know. Don't be like, uh, it's a McCalifornia chicken salad <laughs> with a low-calorie McAsian dressing. With, no, just be McDonald's. And we have our McPizza parlor off to the left side there. Look, no, I, I want to come, have some greasy fries and a burger, and have a heart attack later that afternoon. Honey, That's I'm that feeling why like I, go to I want something healthy. <laughs> McCafe. That's... <laughs> McSalad. Did you do some McJogging this morning? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I really didn't. No, I just sat on my butt and watched TV and yeah. ate French fries. That was another one of those things, though. I, uh, you don't know what's going to take off. Uh, it started as a as a West Coast regional campaign for, oh, really? for the retailers here in, in California. They created the Mac Tonight character for their after 4 p.m. business because uh, you know breakfast and lunch that's a that's a no-brainer for mcdonald's right dinner time was when they were lacking so uh this nighttime character hey a cool cat that's the moon Ooh. it's nighttime sky he floats around he sings yeah i, like it, I, like I remember it. the yeah. jingle we right gotta there. get doug when jones the on clock this. strikes hey half past six babe oh ho, ho. yeah <laughs> so uh, uh, golden lights, lights. it's yep. a good time for the great taste dinner at mcdonald's it's mac, mac tonight, tonight. come on make it mac tonight yeah. Okay. Why not? Right. Uh, all here on pop culture. Pop my culture. Oh my gosh, that was the most beautiful duet I've ever. I know. We gotta go on the road. That's right. Take another right. road. Just, yeah. just, it's the most niche act ever. <laughs> but um, so what happened was business did boom after four p.m. It, it did its job. So the national corporate office of McDonald's said, "Let's take it nationwide." So they added more commercials to the mix and went nationwide, and then it did gangbusters. They went worldwide. I ended up doing twenty-seven commercials in three years for and as that character. Well, no, no, <laughs> it wasn't like, but it was one of my first jobs I ever got. So that oh, kind of that got me hooked in the business. Like, yeah. okay, now I'm I want to be an actor. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that also marked me as the guy who's tall and skinny, wears costuming, yeah. and and moves well, and uh, and the creature effects make it people that made the Moonhead. They took note of all that, and and then really? so yeah. So then that my name got started getting passed around for. Hey, we're doing this movie with an alien. Uh, do you know any tall skinny guys? Well, I just worked with this guy Whoa. on this Mac Tonight commercial, so that's my name started getting passed around. Had you done any kind of like intense costume work before that? Mm, uh, my first commercial ever was for Southwest Airlines as a dancing mummy. Yes, yes. Nice. Rap, oh, uh, we don't know uh, that so I was, jingle. I was in bandit. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was uh, dressed. Fly Southwest. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dinner on the plane. <laughs> Uh, they don't serve dinner on the plane anymore. No. So anyway, uh, unless you buy it. But whatever that's Not about. Okay. Not okay. $12. I just paid $400 to be in the sky. Right. Could I have some and now crackers? A, a, a can of Pringles is $4. Seriously? And a, a hostess with a snarky attitude. With a snarky attitude. And you paid to get your bag on the plane, yeah. too. What the frick? Oh, man. I don't understand. But they're now a cash-free cabin. Oh, yeah. Most places. Like, better. Just like, like yeah, that's, better. that's, that's great. No, oh. I want that bill oh. at the end of the month for my Pringles. <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> Remembering oh. that low point. We got sidetracked. You... Look at us. Sure did. Good, aren't we? Sure did. It's just happening. Southwest Airlines. Yeah, yeah mummy. Mummy, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so that was uh, me, Dougie, moving and Creature Effects people. Yeah, yeah. And so Dougie's name gets passed around now as uh, the guy. So that, that's what started the, the, the But the in mess. theater, you had done stuff well, uh, like that? Uh, or? Back in college. Let's, mm-hmm. go, let's go back to Ball State Cast University. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Delilah. Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. Lie, Delilah. <laughs> We're also giving love advice on yeah. today's broadcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, at Ball State, I was the 
mascot That's for the basketball right. I team. I saw that on the internet. Charlie Cardinal was my name. I wore nice. a big red bird suit, yellow tights, and big yellow floppy wow. feet. Mm-hmm. And I danced around. Ladies up the wazoo, okay. I imagine. Up the tail, if you know what I'm saying. It's like a tail feather, doggy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was a hot bird. I yeah. was. As as bird legs go, I got them. Okay. <laughs> I got a pair. Yeah. Mm. So that gave you some... Footing with wearing outfits. It did. I mean, I, at least I, I learned that you can't just stand there and let the costume do the work for yeah. you. It won't. You have to move it. So, uh, yeah. But but if you want to get artsy fartsy, let's uh, do it. Right. Let's I, I don't. I don't think in in terms of moving arms and legs around. And by the way, folks, I'm flapping them all right He's now to show, as a visual aid, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make sense here. He's wearing beautiful gossamer wings <laughs> 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 for this interview. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, 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 taking a character on like any actor would, in the heart and soul, making it come from within, and then having a motivation behind it all—that that's more important than getting the elbows in the right spot right. for me. You know, so it, it, the the character dictates how the movement comes out. And you're a super <laughs> physical person. I can tell. Like can an you tell? Person, just they as can't you see. They can't, they can't see this at home yeah. right now. But just so y'all know, I'm, he I'm, is I'm, moving. I'm about to take <laughs> off heads here with my <laughs> flapping of arms and and, and gesturings. Whoa, you just did take off a hand. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious if you shut up and you're just like really super sedate in your movement. Like, I save it all for the camera. Yeah. Off, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't there move. Are those actors are really intense. Like, hi, how are you? I don't really need to be here because I'm too hot for this. But, you know, one of yeah. those. Yeah. Are you friends with Gollum? <laughs> oh, oh uh, Andy, Andy Serkis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the real Gollum. The actual no, character. Gollum. Gollum. I'm friends with the I Hobbit asked a question who went bad. And I want an answer. <laughs> how's, uh, how's Mordor nowadays? Are you summering there? Or? <laughs> uh, no, Andy Serkis and I have never met each really? other. Really? Yeah. But there was some rumor about me being involved with the Hobbit film yeah. uh, yet to yet to be made. Right. And there's, uh, of course, he would be coming back as Gollum. Um, uh, and uh, so we've been interviewed and talked about each other because of that issue. Uh, Talk and, smack. Yeah, no, 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 smack. It's actually no <laughs> love and respect for That's both for awesome. each other. And uh, yeah, he's he's said publicly that he would love to meet me and can't wait to work Aww. with me. And I've said the same thing, and I will stand by that. So. Great, that's exciting. Because yeah. at one point, um, Guillermo del Toro was attached to, was t- the to direct. That's correct, right? And now that thing's been like traded directors a lot. <clears> of well, the rumors about me Peter about Jackson. me and the Hobbit started the day that his announcement as director was made. And uh, because he and I have done four films together, and it's we, we I, you know, I've kind of become his Johnny Depp, you know, right. Tim, Tim Burton relationship. Right. So, which I love that oh, association. Yeah. By the way, I love I love being in Guillermo del Toro's stable of people he uses. So, uh, so yeah, so the Hobbit rumors were were out there and never denied nor confirmed. Didn't so, he say a funny quote though? What can we say? Well, yes, yes. Like an interviewer was like, is Doug Jones going to be involved in... And he had nothing. He couldn't confirm or say anything about it. He said, I have not, no, nothing official to report. But let me say that if I make a hemorrhoid commercial, Doug Jones will be in it. <laughs> yeah. was, I love that so that's much. That's my favorite. So when people ask me about The Hobbit, that's the quote I have to cling to. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. But, but- he, he did say... Yeah. <laughs> Right. Just for the record. So I hear that he's attached to a hemorrhoid commercial now. <laughs> right. That's what So you should be getting a phone call soon. This is how rumors get started. This is <laughs> yes. how it happens. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys met, you and uh, Del Toro met like uh, 97 or something during Mimic? 97 during Mimic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Good. Yes. Cole's really good. He's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. I, um, the the pin- principal photography for Mimic was up in Canada, in Toronto. And uh, they were doing reshoots here in L.A. Well, the tall, skinny actor that was in the bug suit in Canada can't work in the States. 
right? Because of uh-huh. uh, green card right. issues, that he didn't sense. have one. So, um, so they were like, "What tall, skinny guy do we know that can wear a thing for these, you know, three days of reshoots?" Ah, let's get that Doug Jones guy, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I got a call, and and that was I didn't know who Guillermo del Toro was. He had done um, Chronos, a Mexican film that that was critically acclaimed, but not widespread here in the states. And that, the so mimic was his first big budget uh, American film studio movie, and so uh, my second day of work uh, on this. These reshoots, uh, this rotund, happy-go-lucky director sits in, across the table from me at lunchtime, chin in hands, and he's asking me, so tell me everything you've been in. So I start talking about my silly career in yeah. monster suits. He's like, oh, I like, what other kind of monsters have you played? <laughs> so I, I start telling him, and he's like, oh, who did the makeup for that? So he's really, he loves the makeup artist. He loves the creature effects, yeah. creepy crawling. And so I'm, I'm trying to size up, who is this guy? Right? I love <laughs> right. him, whoever right. this is. But he's not like every director I've met. You know, he's like a fanboy who's like tucked into the body of a big director fella, right? So uh, we fell madly in love with each other that day, and then uh. he he got, got my card from me, and uh, and then five years later, Hellboy was being made, and uh, my name came up at the creature effects shop as it does yeah. when they were sculpting the maquette the uh, for the Abe Sapien character, this tall, live fish guy mm-hmm. with with fluid arms and uh uh and one, one of the guy, creature effects makeup artists says you know who that looks like it looks like doug jones guillermo del toro said doug jones i know doug jones and he pulled my card out of his wallet that oh i'd given him five gosh. years ago so let that be a lesson to you carry a business card I know, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though. yeah i know wow. i know right crazy right yeah so Hellboy was what kind of cemented our relationship then uh, as actor-director that worked well together. Yeah. And then Pan's Labyrinth came after that when he came looking for me specifically and told me that no one else can play the fawn but me, which was so like amazing. intimidating, yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Well, yeah. especially since, uh, I mean, everybody else on that set spoke Spanish, but you did not. That's correct. right. And the yeah. character spoke Spanish. That right. he thought I could, no one could play but me. And I'm like, well, someone who speaks Spanish could play it better? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm going to toss that out there. So I had to memorize my dialogue in Spanish, uh, which was one of the hard. And that plus a five-hour makeup application made it the hardest job I've ever done in my life. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can imagine that'd be pretty. Until I did a French film last year that was the same situation. Oh, really? Five-hour makeup application and then learning lines in, in French. French. Thank Do you. those languages stay with you? No, heavens, no. <laughs> no, I, as soon as I'm done with that scene, it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. For me, I can't. I can't store it. I have no room left. I'm fifty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I pick and choose. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> If it's important, I have to remember Mrs. Lori's name, and so I got to yeah. keep space for that. One down. One down, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Pants was awesome, and mm. I did not know until like researching it more that you were also the pale man. Creepy. I was the pale man, yes, the guy with the eyes in his hands. Yeah, so terrifying. Which, another thing that, you know, when you're working on it, you don't know it's going to become what it, did, what right. it does. And this was a, it, this was classified as an independent film, an independent foreign film. Was that ever going to have a play in the states? Was it ever going to get any you know any airplay, any any sales? No one knew, right? So then it turns into the largest grossing Spanish language film in history, wow. and we go to the Oscars with six nominations. So it was uh, it was it turned into this huge deal, and that the pale man was a secondary character that I thought. Guillermo del Toro was being a cheap ass and wanted to get me to do another character for free while I was in Spain, right? Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> Not knowing Nicolas that... Diamond me again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not knowing that... Uh, of course, he had, he had a calculated reason for that. Uh, the fawn had sort of created the pale man to be one of the tests that a little Ophelia has to pass. Right. And uh, so as a creation of the fawns, he could... Being played by the same guy was a good idea, even though they both moved and, and, and looked and they were completely different characters. But... Uh, and then I just did not know that that 
palms out with the eyes on him uh, in front of the face was mm. going to be this iconic film moment that people emulate. I mean, there's YouTube videos of kids like acting like me. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah making fun of it, which is great. It's a, it's a great homage from the teens. Yeah. I love the kids. Love the kids. <laughs> that's why, the that's kid. why I got the MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so, so with that out there, I, you know, I now feel that when I die, they're going to bury me in that position with oh, my no. palms over my face. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure don't it. do it. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No matter how much pressure she gets, she shouldn't do that. that that'd be tacky. <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. Because <laughs> right. that movie, when it debuted at Cannes, got like 22 minutes of applause. Yeah, yeah, we hear that. We hear that. I was not at the Cannes Film Festival for that. I was at the New York Film Festival, though, uh, and I saw that applause happen again. Wow! Um, uh, Standing ovation, and they and it went on and on and on and on. And when you're in in an artsy crowd of viewers, you're kind of worried, like, are they going to like this? Right. And when they standing ovate it for it, minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes. It brought tears to my eyes. It was like, oh gosh, so all that work paid off, you know? Yeah, that's it's so such amazing. a crazy hybrid of a movie. I mean, there's so yeah. many different elements. It's in a it horror that... film. It's a history film. It's a relationship drama. It's a fantasy fairy tale. Yeah. It's a lot of things in one perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with you. It's so, so crazy, that, and it's so it's it's amazing to me that so many people would embrace it. You just would think it'd be the kind of movie that would just polarize a lot of people because it's it's fairly brutal with its violence. It doesn't you know yes. pull any punches just there. enough. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, so people can be kind of squeamish about that kind of stuff too. And you know, it's right. it's kind of the thing that like I felt like when they advertised it at first, like they did, I don't think the studio knew how to advertise it because right. it was like they really played up the fantasy element. Look, there's a little girl. It's a fairy tale. Right. Oh, she's in a labyrinth in a wonderland. Yeah, I know. Then, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're like. Torture scene. <laughs> Wait, what's what's going on? Yeah. You know? It's in the Spanish language. And there's a guy getting face knocked with a bottle. Oh. What's that about? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's when you're like, oh, I need to just like check my expectations at the door. <laughs> yeah, and go along with this and check the kids into bed right. before you before you watch the rest of the movie. I, you know I did saying? read that like uh, at first uh, in in like in Mexico and stuff like that, a bunch of kids were being brought to the thing, and they had to put notices up at the theater saying like, oh, there is violence. This is oh, graphic really? violence in this thing. It's not a family film. No, because yeah, right, right. That's initially how it was like approached like advertising wise is it made it look like this magical Alice in Wonderland rated R I know I know (laughs) I know right yeah there is a reason for that Though strangely enough, nowadays I feel like kids would have less of a problem watching that than parents do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, another another one of those surprises. Um, not knowing what our audience was going to be, uh, everything from gray-haired college professors that are really smart people love that movie, and uh, and fifteen-year-old kids who cut on themselves. You know, yeah. I, I get I get emails and letters from every age bracket, every type, every cultural background, everything. That movie seems to touch a nerve with everyone. Would you say that that's the movie that you've gotten the most personal feedback on? Yes, yeah. absolutely it is. Um, um, you know, uh, you'll, like something like, like Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, huge movie that went worldwide, and that's probably the biggest grossing film I've ever And that been has in. an intense built-in audience, too. It did, of, it did, yeah. It, uh, it seems to be more of a general public sort of audience, mm-hmm. whereas Pan's Labyrinth is more of like you know people who uh, march to the beat of a different drummer right. that have right. an artistic side or uh, an academic side. Yeah. Um, those are the people that seem to find Pan's Labyrinth, yeah, and people in the showbiz. Like if I'm at a, a, a showbiz party where people are like, oh, what show are you on yeah. these days? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where Pan's Labyrinth will play bigger too. Right. You know, right. among the artsy crowd. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, he's legit. <laughs> he's the guy that did the Who movie. <laughs> Way. So in the uh, in the Pale Man sequence where you have to bite the fairies, yeah, I oh, read were those. Did you hear stories about yeah, that? Yeah, was that like was it condoms full of fake blood? Yes, it was. Wow, what wow. You, was the fake blood up. sweet? It was that sweet caro yeah. syrup kind of blood stuff. But yeah, well, well uh, they the CG uh, artist the the um, 
uh, visual effects people, wanted something in my hands that I could uh, bite and have blood spurt out of, so that they could have that as a as a starting place to yeah, to then to render the, the uh, right right render the uh, the fairies. So. A condom was in each hand full of fake blood, and I had to actually bite it, stretch it out until it popped and went all over the place. That's and, some uh, Lady Gaga yeah. stuff. But you know, you know con- condoms come with that little film of... Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, something like that. So until that, that sweet caro syrup came popping out, I didn't enjoy the flavor. I did not. Yeah. I did not enjoy the flavor. I'm just going to say that. Just putting it out you there. <laughs> so you've had to do some super, super, super intense makeup sessions for these things. And what was yeah. it? Hellboy 180 Days or something like that? Was that Hellboy? Uh, or? Uh, Hellboy 2, The Golden yeah. Army. Yes. Uh, that was a a 128-day filming schedule. Ooh. And I was working 108 of those days. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. insane. Yes, yes, yes. That, not much time off on that one. Six-day work weeks, 18 hours a day. Four hours of sleep a night. It was intense, very intense. What do you do while they're doing the makeup? On I you? often snore and drool yeah. on myself. That, do you sleep I, I, a lot? I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's when I can sit down. Oftentimes, when you're, you're wearing a full body makeup and costume, uh, you have to stand up and assume weird positions while they're gluing something right. to the back of your knee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, the, the and that's five hours. Yeah, we got down to we got it down to five hours. Do you listen um, to books on tape or something? Have done. Uh, pop in lots of music, and uh, with the with the Webernet. Yeah. If someone's got a laptop and you got the wireless connection, oh, that's yeah. what that's key. That's what's going to the wireless Webernet, yeah. right? Uh, then you can top. Pop. We watch a lot of silly things on YouTube. Yeah. I love talking cats. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Have <laughs> so you seen Maru the cat? He jumps in the boxes. Yeah, Maru's no. cute. I love that. Cat. Okay, is I got something yeah. I got to look up yeah. on the Webernet? Also, this cat that. Um, eats and makes this weird yummy noise when he eats. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Instead of a stick, he goes, yum, 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 As he's chewing. It's the Aww. cutest thing you'll ever well, see. Well, of course, it's good. it has a million it's, hits, I'm sure. Yeah, right? it's yeah, a yeah. bajillion people. Yeah, right, right. You, right. Guys- you, you can work on making like the most complex, highest art you can think of. You can write something. You can direct. You can do all these special right. effects on it. Really put your life, your heart and soul into it. It won't get a fraction of the hits. As a yummy cat. As a <laughs> cat going, yum, 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 yum. It's true. Or a, a baby falling over at the stove. Exactly. You know what like, yeah. well, hey, oh, it almost burned itself. <laughs> it's on the floor now. Look at that kid. <laughs> right, no, send this to my it's friends true, it's work. true. Right, it's true. Um, <laughs> do you guys watch Hoarders? No. no. Hoarders. Mrs. Laurie watches Hoarders. Whoa. And no, I hear this like psychological problems going it, on it there. It is intense. I was watching one last night. Yeah. Um, just for before bed watching. Sure. I already have nightmares. Makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Right, yeah. I just got really scared about like how I was like, I've got to just scrub things. I have cluttered my house. Yeah, right. This no, one no. lady was this animal rescuer, this <gasps> old lady. Yeah. And she was like, well... Like the most matter of fact lady, like people dump their cats in my yard. Some of them are dead. Some of them aren't dead. <laughs> and she takes in all these cats because she wants to save them. Like she's afraid they'll die if they're yeah. strays. Yeah. But it got to like she was also a hoarder, so it was yeah. kind of a perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they send an animal control to like capture the cats, and they like let her pick some that she's going to keep. And they were like. Before the people went in there, they're like, well, we're probably going to find a lot of cats in the attic. Uh, you know, cats know where to hide, like all this stuff. Right. And they go in the house. These cats, there's like not so many they couldn't fit in the attic. They're all over. The, they're like, oh, we got to get the nets out now. They caught like 70 cats or something. And then in the cleaning out, they found over 50 dead cats. Dead ones. Oh, over 50 dead cats. Yes. And they were just like oh. holding up skeletons. Oh. <gasps> 
Did the house like stink and yeah, they had, to, had they had to throw to up outside sometimes. Oh, oh my god, that's terrible. Oh my so god. I thought we would talk to Doug Jones about that. Uh, <laughs> no, because I I guess oh. I just needed to process that. Sorry, I'm allergic. Guys. I'm allergic to cats, so that oh. would that would never be a, a doable search okay, for me. Good. Yeah, you just like the videos of talking cats. I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So first, that lady, she did a nice uh, approximation of the musical cats with all those cats. It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Terrible. She sat on top of a box like, what's her name? Grismelda? Who's the one that sings memory? I don't know. Yeah, oh, Grisabella or Gris... Yeah, yeah, yeah Griswolda. Yeah, Gris- <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, that I remember Gris really Mistopheles. That's all I know. Them coming in with nets and that lady's on a box. <laughs> They netted her while she was singing memories. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I was happy of it. <laughs> we got another one. Oh, <laughs> poor kitties. So you did um, a very, very famous, uh, actually the only Emmy winning for writing episode yes. of Buffy the Vampire Buffy the Slayer. Vampire Slayer, the Hush, Hush episode. episode. Yes, I did. I was the lead gentleman. We were the, the villains of that episode. And we stole everyone's voice from Sunnyvale so that the, over half the episode was done in complete silence, which was very daring for television to do. Uh, but, uh, and, and, of course, the network at the time was thinking, oh, Joss Whedon, you've lost your mind. Yeah. You, can't do, you can't take stimulus away from the audience or we'll lose them. That's what right. they were thinking. Television must be, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, wave your hands and make noise and, and, or they'll turn the channel. And the opposite effect happened. You take the you take the vocals away, and people lean in and like are intensely watching yeah. to catch the story. Uh, that was terrifying. As these you know these gentlemen that we played were, well, along with my friend Camden Toy, was my right hand uh, 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 gentleman friend. That sounds like we're gay, but no, but <laughs> it's okay, whatever. We were we were partners <laughs> in crime, understands. though. Miss totally. Well, she knows Cam. There's love for Cam. Uh, but we uh, we floated around with smiles on our face the entire time, uh, being very gentlemanly. That's hence the name, yeah. the gentleman. The gentleman, right? As we tore people's hearts out. Yeah, really and scary. Again, who knows it's going to hit? You know, yeah, but that that was one. You know, in television, um, uh, the creator of the show might direct an episode here and there, and so this was an episode that Joss Whedon wrote and directed. So which we knew, he only did a couple times a season. Which if. we knew it was special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then in the, it, we were getting creeped out on the set, so we knew that, with it, it, you know, this, this one felt like it was going to go places. So, uh, uh, if you ask the Buffy fans, that one and the musical episode yep. are their yep. two favorites, uh, from what I hear out there on the circuit of the convention circuit, which I do. I do the horror fan conventions, the comic book sci-fi conventions. I love those. Oh, I love awesome. them. I do. I do. In fact, I've got a couple coming up. Really? Can I plug yeah, them right no, now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, come on. Uh, 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 Where do uh, you want to see Dougie Jones? Yes, Dougie Jones, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at Big Apple Con in New York City. Ooh. Yes. Look it up on the Webernet. Uh, and uh, then October 15, 16, 17 at New England Comic Con in Boston, the Boston area. Ooh. November something in the teens, November 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, something around there. Yeah. Uh, Austin, Texas, Austin Comic Con. Uh, yeah, so that's what I have coming up that I know of. And you can find all this. Oh, the clearinghouse for Doug Jones on the Webernet is uh, the Doug Jones Experience. Ooh, com. Nice. Right. You're having one right now. Yeah. Way, I'm having we're having one of them. This is exciting. I yeah. got to imagine at those conventions for you, it's just got to be nothing but love poured out at you because you're in so many things that are very specific to different, you know, yeah. to 
to nerds in, yeah. a, in a wonderful way of saying it, like myself included. Um, you know, because there's a lot of Buffy fans. The Whedon universe yeah. is like very, Intense. very culty. It and refuses specific. to die. It will not. It, they don't go away. And yeah, I love exactly. Them for that. Yeah. Um, Del Toro's got like an, a massive following. Yeah, 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 uh, you know, yeah, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth. Is, I, I got to assume that a lot of people come up to you dressed as Abe at those conventions. I've had I've had people dressed as Abe Sapien. I've had people dressed as the Angel of Death from Hellboy Two, oh, which yeah. I also played. I've had uh, a couple Silver of Silver Surfers. Yes. I had a, a, a Billy Butcherson from Hocus Pocus oh, wow. at Dragon Con last year, which I loved. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, no, I, I, yeah. And I also, from Hellboy 2, I have a lot of Princess Nuala's come up to me, too. Oh. That was the love interest. The love interest, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And uh, so those are girls that have a little thing for me. Right. And I love them. I love them dearly. <laughs> I do, I do. It makes me feel special and pretty. It makes me feel pretty. Oh, there it's good go. to feel no, pretty. No, we need to feel pretty. I saw on your website, too, that you get a lot of fan art. Which is tons really of art. awesome. I get tons of art. And, well, and I think the fact that I, that I love the art and I put it up on, yeah. on our, an art page on our website, uh, Webmaster Helen takes care of that. Love you, Helen. I know she's listening. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, um, yes, no, I, I think the fact that we, know, that we put it out there, that we love it and want it on the website, I get more of it that way. Right. Which is good for me. It's so and, awesome. And a lot, of the, a lot of these conventions I go to, people will give me the original piece and... And I make sure that they've scanned it and they can send it to Webmaster Helen and put it up. So, yeah, if you go to the DougJonesExperience.com and look at the Art for Dougie page, that's where it's all alphabetized by people's names and um, tons and tons of artwork in there. Is there um, – do people take, like, artistic uh, license in the fact that, like, instead of just yes. pictures of, like, the, you know, the pale man, like, it's right. – I know, like, there's, like, been Star Trek fan art that is, like, mm-hmm. like oh, this fiction. is, like, Spock and Kirk making out. Yes. Or this is – you know yes. what I mean? Like, they take the to time. that level. You're like, whoa, I okay. never would have pictured my character going that route. <laughs> right, right. But, the whole broad spectrum of everything from, like, from a classic uh, a movie still that's been their own artistic version of it or me as myself without makeup on uh, um, in a pair of boxer shorts. Right, I've had that. Wow. Uh, me with angel wings. I've got, had a few of those, which I love. I love and that. And because you want to play an I angel. I want to play an angel. Yeah. I do, I do. So, And it's, people hear that, and then yeah. they, they do artwork. It's like, oh, well, that's the angel I want to play right there. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and then uh, Abe Sapien has been uh, swimming with mermaids a couple times in these Ooh. pieces. Or dolphins. Topless mermaids. Well... They've no, got the, the, the hair is just okay, so. Yeah. No, they're tasteful. Perfectly placed hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. like Ariel. Double sided like Ariel. tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the mermaids that's, do that trick. That's what the tape's for. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, but uh, that, and I also, I'm, I'm, I've gotten a couple of pieces from from uh, yeah, young girls who uh, have had done artwork of me and them together with our palms together, like Abe Sapien, oh. like sensing each other kind of a thing. Isn't that precious? With little hearts floating up out oh of our my hands. Gosh. Pre- no. Precious, that precious is art. So sweet. Yeah, it's all very, it's all very treasured to me. It's all, it's all treasure. And I, I love the fact that Abe's part got seriously increased in the second movie. Like yeah. you love that too. Did I you? do. <laughs> I, I, Abe, to me, Abe is like. I mean, Hellboy's great. Ron Perlman's amazing. Uh, he's like he's flawless. such an amazing he's actor. Flawless. And when I heard that he was casting that part, I was like, perfect, done, uh-huh. deal. Um, but Abe to me is like the most interesting character in, in, in all of Hellboy. Maybe that's just me, but like I've like I thank you. He's his, his relationship with Hellboy is great and stuff, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. seeing him just try to really re- fit in with the world because mm-hmm. like I feel like he's the most sensitive out of any of them. Yeah, you know? he's, he's more yeah right. Uh, Hellboy's the brute, the brute force, and and Abe is more the heart and the intellect. That's like oh no, they're there, dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which in real life, Ron Perlman and I are kind of like that. <laughs> he's, he's the cusser cigar smoker. Yeah. I'm the, they're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, well, let's, uh, let's do first. Yeah. Shall we? Uh-oh, There's first. so much okay. more to talk about. I'm so... Uh, I know. There's oh, so much more. I'm You've so scared. You've done so many great things. No, stop. Stop. Um, but now, 
We're Uh-oh. off. We're off of that. We're okay. on to new stuff. <laughs> we're we're going to close out with the little Frankenstein talk. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We'll do that. Uh oh. But here's here's first. Uh, who was the first physical performer or slapstick comedian you can remember making a big impact on you? Mm. Boris Karloff as the Mummy. Wow. Yes, I saw that, <gasps> saw that movie when I was a kid in black and white on a black and white television. Even what? Right? Yeah, Friday night movie show in Indianapolis, Indiana, where I grew up. Uh, uh, Sammy Terry was the host of this. Fr- Hello, I'm Sammy Terry. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and he would uh, host the, the Friday night um, scare shows, you know, uh, late, late night. And so you'd stay up with your friends and watch The Mummy with Boris Karloff. And wow. uh, he haunted me. Yes. And I wanted to walk around the backyard trying to emulate him. Yeah. Fast so, forward to your airplane commercial. Fast forward to me being a mummy in uh, Southwest Air. Thank you. Yeah. It. Okay. Eat that, Boris. And Boris Karloff all. <laughs> Yeah, Boris auditioned. He didn't get it. I know. Yeah, they were yeah. like, no, because Dougie can't work. He <laughs> Look really, at him work you know, that he, By then, he really was a mummy. That's the yeah. bad. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's True what I'm saying. Uh, you know, but then, but, then, uh, yeah, but then the Boris Karloff connection continues with uh, Frankenstein, of yeah. course. Uh, loved him in that. Loved him in that. And, um, and then, of course, there's rumor of uh, Frankenstein happening again in modern day now with, uh, not modern day, but another, another telling of, of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with Guillermo del Toro directing. And uh, and me uh, perhaps uh, playing the the creature monster Bella, the so, Frankenstein guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what Guillermo del Toro has been talking to the press very freely about this. So I feel has free been to talking to... to you freely about it. A little bit, okay. not not much. No, yeah. Do you guys call each other on the phone? We we, we don't hang out at Starbucks or text. Uh, uh, we, we we got the emails back and forth. Sure, sure. I there's there's it. some love. There's some love. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> look oh, at you. It's so cute. Ah! <laughs> yeah, so no, I, so uh, getting to make Frankenstein with him, with him writing and directing and, and playing that character, yeah. that will be dream come true, pinnacle of career for me. Uh, wow. So let's let's hope that that does indeed happen for sure. It's, it's in pre-production. Universal's There's buzz got it on the internet about it. People There's are buzz. Excited. There's buzz. So I'm I'm hoping that he's going to be making at the Mountains of Madness first, probably starting in Mayish. Mm-hmm. I think when we were talking, and uh, so hopefully Frank. Frankenstein can come in sooner June. than later. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would be great because in general, like, I feel like they reboot Frankenstein every once in a while. And I was like, again, why? Like when they did the one with De Niro and stuff like that, I was like, really? Yeah. But then I, this I, time I, I feel like this, I feel is, like this would Toro's, be great. Like, right. I don't think it's going to be a reboot. It's, it's, I think it's going to be a, a traditional book, an adaptation of a book. Right. It'll start from the scratch and, and, and let Guillermo del Toro do his magical his thing that he does with movies. Yeah. 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 That's what I think it's going to be. I Oof. think it should be a musical. <laughs> um, right. I think there should be a lot of cats. That's Sing never been done in a musical. <laughs> and the only, way like that, <laughs> the only way that the creature can express himself is through underground rap battles. Oh, yeah. Right? Underground right? rap battles? Yeah, you know, like, oh, like, like Eminem and 8 Mile. You know, yeah, <laughs> like you know? the Ninja right. Turtles. You got one chance, creature, to prove yourself. Yeah, right, you yeah. Do it, you know. <laughs> so I gotta rap and break dance and stuff. Yeah, uh, you've learned Spanish and French. This is the I natural could learn profession. rapping too. I could, and you do I great until you notice some fire, and then fire bad, oh, smash. Fire bad, yeah. right. <laughs> right? But until then, perfect freestyle rhyming. <laughs> love it, love yeah. it. Um, hey V, yeah. How about My you? Slapstick Your slapstick or okay? Uh oh. I'm gonna say yeah. from the Honeymooners, Art Carney. Art Carn- oh, are you, are you going to equate me with him somehow? No, I'm going to say that's my favorite, but I can equate you with that's him. That was favorite, like for, oh, yeah, physical for, for comedy. physical comedy. Yes. Or the first, not favorite even, but the first time I remember, remember really noticing having using a, their body to do the joke like, yes. in a big way. He was such a caricature, wasn't he? I yeah. loved him, loved him. Yeah. And you do remind me of him. I, yeah, I've gotten you that from that people. I've gotten that from yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's, like, that's, yeah, actually, that's <laughs> old. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am that old. Yeah. I think for me it was uh, probably Harpo Marx. Harpo. Because I yes. loved the West Coast that? movies when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, I, he, he was br- I loved watching so him good. too. He was I mean, my favorite of the Marx Brothers. It's such a good – like everybody has their own favorites. I think when I was like, like really young, Harpo was my favorite. As I got older, Chico was my favorite. Right. But, um, you matured into yeah, Well, into he's, more he's all <laughs> yeah. wordplay yeah. puns and bad puns. Like, yeah. I got that which really tickled me. Which you're into, aren't you? Yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't really get a lot of those. But I got Harpo's ridiculous – you know, physical right. comedy totally. that was so inventive. You know, I just the stuff that would spill out of his trench coat all the time, the silverware and mm-hmm. right. And then he'd be able to somebody would ask him for a cup of coffee and he'd reach into his pocket and bring out like a whole full pot, you know, hot <laughs> cup of coffee. Right, so, right, right. so good and so funny. So yeah, that'd be my answer. So that. That's a good answer. Good, good answer. Good answer. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now get get nervous because we're gonna do trivia on your career. Oh dear, okay. I feel like you're gonna be good at this. I you you feel things that I don't feel. <laughs> Go My ahead. pants, for one. <laughs> oh, <crap. Yeah. laughs> I'll let you right. feel those. Yeah, that's, that's all up to you. I feel like you'll do pretty well on these. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Question one. Yeah. You played Billy Butcherson in the much-loved Disney movie Hocus Pocus. Yes. When Billy tells Winnie, played by Bette Midler, to go to hell, what is her response? Uh, 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 th- thank you. I've been there. It's quite nice. Something like that? Very close. Very yeah. Close. Well, I've been there. Thank you. I found it quite lovely. Oh, there you, you go. You owned uh, Okay, okay. So there you go. Okay. Yay. So you're going to do, do fine on these. One okay. check. <sighs> All right. That yeah. was a hard one. I think. <laughs> that was a quote from a movie. That was there you go. Okay. Uh, you played okay. the lead gentleman in the silent episode Hush of Buffy yes. the Vampire Slayer. Yes. How many hearts did the gentleman need? Mm. Oh, we needed to collect five. Close. How many days are in a week? Oh, curses. We needed seven. Needed seven. All right. Darn it. You got the week. You needed right? five more because you had two at the beginning and Buffy figured that out. But uh, oh, so you were half right. So yeah, okay. So right, there you go. You were on need, the hunt for five. Uh, the, so five was mentioned. We needed five more. I yeah. do remember right. that. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Seven total. So right. Five more. Uh, okay, you played Abe Sapien in both Hellboy movies. Yes. Abe gets drunk with Hellboy in a very <laughs> memorable scene. Uh, in the second movie, yes. set to what song? Oh, I could never forget. Can't Smile Without You by Barry Manilow. Love oh, it. my gosh. Love it. Such and, a great scene. Yeah, no, oh, when I read the script, uh, the song hadn't been picked out yet. So I, my first question when I got to Budapest for the film shoot was, Guillermo, what song are we going to get to sing uh, drunk to? Oh, I got the rights to Can't Smile Without You by Barry Manilow. I was like, I peed myself. Like, ah! I'm a huge Barry fan from way back. That was, that was high school for me. Oh, like, my every, gosh. Every week on the radio, he had a new number one hit out. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Can't Smile Without You was something that I sang at the top of my lungs in the car to the radio. Oh, first my run, gosh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was a, that was dreamy. dreamy it's just me. one of those. It's like the perfect song for that scene because it's one of those songs that everybody kind of loves, but they're 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 re- remiss to admit yeah, that they that's love. It, that's, you know? that's, 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 that's the Barry Manilow thing. That's the magic. See, he we all love him secretly. Yeah, right. it's, it's not true. okay to talk about. It's not okay to say it out loud. It's Secret right. society. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I love it. Like you, you, Hellboy starts to walk up and you can hear it, and then all of a sudden he opens the door, it switches to Vivaldi. Did or you love that? Yeah, so great. I love that moment. Again, Guillermo wrote that brilliantly. He so really perfect. Yeah, yeah. Great scene. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, question four. Yeah. You play the dual roles of the fawn and the pale man in Del Toro's war and fantasy epic Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. When Ophelia's mother falls sick, the fawn tells her to place what under her bed to help restore her health? A mandrake in a bowl of milk. There you go. Yay! Oh, How'd I do? Really How'd I do? So thank good you. so far. Four for four. Oh thank my you. gosh. Four for five okay. is it's going to be the true test. Uh, here we go. Okay, here goes nothing. Uh, Who? You play Who? This- Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Toro. Uh, you played the Silver Surfer in the second film of Marvel Comics, Fantastic Four. Yes. Before he became the Silver Surfer, he was a young astronomer, astronomer, astronomer on the planet Zenla, where he went by what name? Norrin Rad. There you go. Thank oh. you. Buka Thank you. I remember I was just, I, Marvel I stu- oranges. 
I exchanged that little line with uh, Jessica, uh, the gorgeous Jessica Alba. In, Is she so gorgeous in person? No, no can we talk about this for yes. a second? In person. Nose to nose, up close to her, she is flawless. She, <gasps> I can't. I couldn't find a pore in oh, that girl's skin. You know what I'm gosh. saying? Uh, and so, that's again, horrible. Again, again, I wish another that you pretty had a one. Another pretty one that you'd love to think is is uh, naughty. Just tell me she's sh- fan fucking tastic. No. No. and she's. I, yeah, no, I love her, love her, love her. When she when she and Cash Warren got married and had that baby, I was the happiest thing. Great mother. I think she's Aww. an amazing human being. I love me some Jessica. She is. But I heard that she hoards cats. She's got like 70 of them in her house. <laughs> but some of them sing. So <laughs> I'm all over that, as you know. YouTube it. Okay. Uh, wow, you did a good job. Yeah, now, perfect. Now it's Vanessa's time. For it's her. Like, oh, is something worse happens now? Questions. Oh, stop. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No, I have not. Wouldn't I love to, though? Just to say. I would. I would yeah. Twitter about that. I love the Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I'm on the Twitter. Oh, wait. I didn't know that you were on Twitter. Actor Doug Jones all run together oh, on the Twitter. Friend I'm me. Sorry. Friend I'm me. Sorry. Follow me. Oh, I love me some Twitter. I do. I Twittered that I was coming here today. <gasps> I'm going to tweet the heck out of you. Thank you. Thank you. So you got to let up. me know when this is going to be available so I can Twitter about it. For that, sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I would say when, but then when people are listening, they'll be like, but it's You're today. Like, but what? So yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, sense. Right, that's right. But I'll let you know. Please. Okay. So that's one question down. Yeah. If you could add a creature to any existing movie that doesn't have creatures in it, <laughs> what movie would you pick and what kind of creature would you add? Oh, my word. Yeah, that's hard. As an audience member, just to watch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. I would love... But you get to be the creature. Oh, I get to play the yeah. creature? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh... It would be one of my favorite films, mm-hmm. Notting Hill. <gasps> I love this Notting Hill. We were just it talking about Notting Hill. Were you? Yeah. We were, yeah. yeah. Doesn't that need a creature? It does. I think, I think yeah. yeah Other than Reese Fonz. Yeah. <laughs> Reese Fonz needs to have a pet creature. That, oh. oh, wait. No, I, this isn't my question. No, no, this yeah, is yeah. your question. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think what would the, was, that the, was that the Welsh roommate yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah he w- needs to have a pet. Yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Uh, uh, he needs to have a pet uh, that he walks around on a leash in his underwear. Um, uh, and, and that would be something on all fours with a long tail that drags down the street and makes a noise. Like, right? Yeah. So that's one more thing. That, but Julia Roberts finds it kind of charming. You see what I'm saying? That's the thing. I feel that's like I he would walk a Komodo dragon. You know what Komodo I mean? Dragon. That seems about right. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a six foot three and a half one. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. And okay. maybe Julia Roberts feeds you honey in one part. Oh, oh that would be so yeah, sweet. Yeah, right. And that's that's her being a big Hollywood movie yeah. star who's who's getting in touch with the people. Yeah, that's right. And the monsters. everyday people. That's right. Like Lady Gaga does. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Little oh, monsters. Full circle, you that guys. Was really and if she hears this, you're going to see her walking a Komodo dragon. I know, I know. You're going to get a call like, we need you in makeup. Totally. Gaga needs a new monster. Totally, yes. Um, okay, so that was a good answer. Thank you. Now, here's a question. Okay, baby. Uh, <laughs> would you rather... Oh, I love would you rather. Okay, great. Okay, hit me. Would you rather drive around in a car with a wrap of your headshot on it? Okay. And then <laughs> there's a little speaker on the top of the car that goes, the actor, Doug Jones. The actor, Doug Jones, constantly. Okay? <laughs> That's one option. Or... or you have to ha- hand your headshot and resume to everyone you meet. And you're not allowed to say why. Like, oh. for both of them, you can't tell anyone. All you can say is, like, if they're like, why are you doing that? You, all you can say is, I just have to. 
Oh, God. Well, like, why a, do you drive that car? I just yeah, have to. Either one's not a good option. No. I just want no. you to know that. Uh, so he, I'm going to pick the car Ooh. that's wrapped in, with the speaker going <laughs> yeah. because at least that's people that I'm not meeting. That's yeah. like just on the street was blaring, Doug Jackson, Doug Jones. <laughs> and then, then, then no one really, because half the people have to be explained to anyway, like right. who Doug Jones is. So right. that's, that's fine. That'd be like that guy that was running around town with a, his car decorated with himself. He, that guy's already been there. Um, Woodruff, somebody Woodruff. Uh, he was doing that. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. It's an actor. Oh, I forget his name. Oh shoot, his last name was Woodruff. Oh, curses. Anyway, uh, yeah, he decorated his car with himself and drove it around. He was like a, he was kind of like an Angeline. Oh that, yeah, you know, like uh, being famous a personality for, kind of for, right. for just promoting himself. Yeah. Period. He didn't. We were not sure what he did. Yeah, uh, so uh, I, I would do that because see, handing your headshot to people that you have meeting personally. Like, yeah. Hi, I'm Doug Jones, and here's my headshot. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's just way the more sheer of cost of the just, volume. Right. That's just way more offensive, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I was. This question actually was birthed. People are really interested in my question writing process. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I think I would choose the car as well. But you I would? would? I would, I would periodically have it go, re-elect Mayor Goldie <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> that's because I love Back to the Future so much that I figured it would be a good <laughs> Mine as well. I saw an actor driving around on Melrose with his headshot wrapped on his car. And you I was really like, did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, some, I, but I, I don't even know if the guy driving it was the guy, but it was like actor with this guy's face on it. Does it make, does it get, does it get jobs? For oh, well, it's I tough think... because when he goes to audition, he has to drive the car into the room. <laughs> right. So they right, can look yeah, at yeah. it. There's barcodes on there too. Yeah. So it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> uh, hold on one second. Okay. While you're doing well so far, we have two left. Mm-mm. A wizard appears and he gives you two options for the rest of your life. Okay. One is. Today, you can turn into a dolphin and live your life at sea, but you have your human brain, okay? Ooh. So you don't, that's, you're just stuck at sea. You are a dolphin, you get with to hang out with fins instead of hands, and yeah, but okay. you can't talk to your family or anything. Right. Or, or, you lose the power of speech forever. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I can't like the, learn sign I like language. the Lady Gaga voice you've affected <laughs> yeah, the, for this question. All of a sudden, she goes British on us. <laughs> yeah, you know? I tell you. You lose the power of speech. Uh, uh, and you can't learn sign language. Wow. Sorry. Oh, wait, you, just add, you just added that. She's mean. Can, can, you, write, can you write on a dry erase board like they do in the Hush episode? Is yeah, he allowed to do that? Under this board. fiery red-headed pretty thing here is it lurks a monster. A demon. Yeah. A demon from hell. A would you rather demon? Uh, you, okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm still, you know, hmm. I'm still going to go. Oh, you I'm love a, dolphins. I love I, dolphins. I that and that you might knew that. You, you into knew it. You're, yeah. you're evil. Um, I love dolphins. I would love to swim with them for a day. Okay. I, I don't want to live with them forever. That would be too much of a change. I, I think I would, I would stay in my human state yeah. and be voiceless. And uh, even though I can't learn proper sign language right. that you tossed in at yeah. the last minute there, <laughs> I still uh, could express myself uh, physically yeah. to get my point across. And I can also take a pen and write things down on a piece of paper. You didn't take that away from me yet. So there. Curses. Oh, so. by the way, you can't use a pen. Uh, uh, yeah. But there are no pens in the world anymore. Right. Or paper or writable services. <laughs> okay. They're all gone. They're all gone. And now. Uh-oh. It's not a wizard. It's a witch. And it's she witch. is mad. She's mad at hey, me. Yeah. Hey, Vanessa, what does she sound like? <laughs> 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 Look at my watch. Yeah, you right. angered me. <laughs> now she gives you two choices. Yes. Too. Okay. okay. One, you have to put on creature makeup every day for your entire life. Four hours of creature makeup. A child. Yeah, yeah. Every day. Every day. Or 
you get to lose a limb of your choice. Oh, you can you cannot have a prosthetic though. You can have a stick if you lose a limb. It is really nice of this witch to allow him to choose. I agree. Yeah, nice of her. You must suffer, but the choice is oh, yours. A horrible woman. Uh, okay, I don't know which is worse, you or the witch. Uh, okay, so we are one. I'm gonna. Joe, we are one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Left makeup. Arm? It's something oh. I know. It's something I know. I don't know limbless life, yeah. so um, I know people do it every day. You do have to wear the makeup all day, though. You realize that? <sighs> like after the four hours, you're a goblin all day. Really? really? Yeah, but you can pick the creature you are. So right. you could be so, a lovely so, creature, but you thing. can't just like make them look like you. So I could keep working and I could keep doing yes. convention appearances. Yes. I could do that yes, too. You so could. so uh, I'll do that. It would limitless I, I, oh, I that, 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 that would limit my my castability. So You're I'm right. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stick stick the professional answer and say makeup. Wow. Okay. Done. I thought this one through. Yeah, that I was did. good. Did that job. was really good. Yeah. I would say chop off my left arm. Would you really? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I I'm wrong. I would say chop off my left leg. Because I like this. I yeah, like yeah, yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And I like when pictures are I mean, taken of me to have two down, arms. No one's going to know. That's yeah. right. That's right. Wear a long dress. I like dress. to sit down a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I think I could get through life like this. Right. What about you, Cole? Gosh, I've given it so much thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bags under I, his I'd eyes. I'd probably go left arm because I'm right handed and I like being able to run move, and jump run and play. Move. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of things. I could, I could figure things out one handed. play catch with one hand. Sure you could. Yeah. Sure you could. Jim Abbott from the California Angels could be a professional pitcher, and he had like one little mess. It always up comes back to Jim hand. Abbott for does it? <laughs> Just kidding. It Wouldn't sure that does. be weird does if it, it didn't? Did I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's talk about your upcoming projects before I have some things You've coming got out. So much going on. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, should I just like rip into it? Let's, or what uh, let's talk. My name is Jerry. My name is Jerry. This is, okay. yeah, this is the movie of my heart. Uh, uh, favorite human being character I've ever played was really? Jerry Arthur. Yes, uh, from My Name is Jerry. comes out on the DVD October 19th. Uh, so you can find that on the Amazon. You can find that on the Netflix. Awesome. Any, anywhere there's DVDs. Um, and... Um, uh, Jerry, um, I'm going through a midlife crisis. Uh, he's been estranged from his daughter for 10 years. Um, he's, uh, uh, the daughter comes home to live with him for the first time and now they have to reacquaint. Uh, meanwhile, he's trying to find, recapture youth in some way, midlife crisis. Okay. So he hooks up with some, uh, a whole group of 20 something punk rocker kids and, and they try and they take him on as a project to make him hip. So there's some tomfoolery and, and, and not going well there. Uh, so, uh, it's a it's a it's a great little indie vibe, you know, slice of life story that's got charm and wit and some humor. It's a dramedy. It was it's a dramedy, if I can use that term you in can. front of you. Good term. You can. And uh, yeah, been playing the festival circuit with much success. In fact, it's going to be playing at the Burbank International Film Festival huh. uh, Sunday uh, the nineteenth. Not sure if this. No, that's is, is that, is it, that's are, good. Are we airing yeah. already? Yeah. Okay, okay. Burbank Film Festival at two o'clock on Sunday, uh, the nineteenth, here in Burbank, California. I like to call it Burbank to make Burbank. it more exotic. Burbank, you know, Burbank. Burbank. in Burbank. Mm. You know, yes. that sounds better than like yes. I have an audition in Burbank. In Burbank, yeah. yeah. But you can get that. You can get my name is Jerry in your Netflix queue right now, and I think it's you can pre-order on Amazon already. Awesome. So, uh, so, Sweet. so, yeah, it's it's well worth the, that one. I want you to look at. I really want you to look at that one. And uh, okay, uh, also coming out on DVD. 
in October. October 12th would be Carnies. It was mm. a, if you like low budget slasher horror films with a little bit of a, of a and this has a 1930s carnival circus sideshow Ooh. backdrop, uh, uh, you know, made for $1.50, and, but we had great fun with it. And there's, there's blood, there's lots of, uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, you know the storyline that makes you go what, but but it's, <laughs> but but yeah, but if you, but, but it's a it's a fun romp for the horror fans. Yeah. So and that's, I, and that's called Carnies. Carnies, yeah. So and it's that, not about Carney Wilson getting multiplied and running around. <laughs> no, because I would that I would pay to see that Carnies think like aliens. Yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, we have that's going to be playing up in for a week up in the San Jose area, uh, and I don't know. Uh, uh, check. Check the uh, my the DougJonesExperience.com to find out what, more information about where that's going to be playing um, starting Saturday the eighteenth of September, and uh, also October twelfth starts uh, Tuesday night airings of Nick Swartzen's Pretend Time on Comedy Central. Awesome! Yes, and very then, funny man. He's a very funny man. I met Nick Swartzen on. Benchwarmers, the Benchwarmers. If you remember that movie, oh yeah, yeah. the David Spade, David yeah. Spade, uh, uh, Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider, and John Heater, whom I love. Mm. Yes, uh, uh, the three of them were these adults going back to recapture their youth as as little league baseball players, financed by John Lovitz, the crazy man who had a crazy uh, robot butler played by Doug Jones. Uh-huh. So I was I was the robot butler for John Lovitz in Benchwarmers. Well, Nick Swartzen was one of the writers on that movie. He wrote, and he also played a supporting character. He played David Spade's uh, crazy little brother in that. And, uh, and so we met on Benchwarmers, and I was playing a robot. So Nick Swartzen had a character called Gay Robot that he has developed uh, in his stand-up act. Gay Robot then became a TV pilot that, for Comedy Central that ended up not getting picked up as a series. But it's, uh, you can watch that on myspacevideo.com. Uh, look, uh, do a little search for Gay Robot, and you can watch the 20-some-minute uh, uh, pilot for the That's sitcom. Awesome. yeah. Didn't didn't fly, but so four years later, Nick Swartzen gets his own sketch comedy show, and uh, Comedy Central wants the gay robot character to come back as a recurring sketch character. So I'm in about half the episodes. You started. make a good impression on people. All these nice. stories are like, I did this, Isn't and then this precious? great thing happened. No, I love those. Um, I love I love nice people. Story. I love people who remember you. That's just yep. very sweet of them. Uh, so yeah, so uh, there's some love there. And uh, but my name is Jerry. October nineteenth. Ooh, ooh, get on I'm that Netflix one. it. Netflix it. ASAP. I can Netflix it now. You can. Right? You can get you in can your queue in, yeah. right now. And Q is spelled Q U E U E. Great you for know you, that? Scrabble Play players. players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Q U E. the quay. But I, I put I put a little message up on the Facebook about like, hey, you can get it in your queue now. And I spelled it Q U E because that's how I would oh. spell Q. Oh no, I was corrected. I was I'm bet quickly. Uh, right mm-hmm. from people in the know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spellers. <laughs> right. Whatever. And, uh, and I also have my cause. My cause of, oh, yeah. of the month yes, is yes, is yes. Uh, is the um, uh, I did a short film called The Candy Shop, directed by a brilliant young filmmaker in Atlanta, Georgia, named Brandon McCormick. Uh, he has a company called Whitestone uh, Motion Pictures, and they um, they found me. Uh, he's a big fan of Guillermo del Toro's, mm-hmm. and so uh, therefore, hence, he was a fan of mine. Bless his heart, I love him for that <laughs> because I'm a huge fan of. His, um, he sent me a, a, a link to their website with all their short films on it last year, and I was like, I became a fan overnight. I, every short film this company has made has been is, is you grab your heart and go, oh, what a beautiful wow. story, what a great point they just made, oh, how funny, how charming, how tear jerky, all of it. Um, and then he they said he, they had this idea for a, a film called The Candy Shop. They wanted me to be in it as the candy shop owner. It's an allegory 
metaphorical story uh, that addresses the issue of the human trafficking of, of minors for sex happening right here in our country. Atlanta, Georgia is the number one city for this per capita in the United States of America. Whoa. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Weird. Um, I mean, I know they have peaches. They have peaches. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, but, but, but selling kids? I don't did, think did, so. Wasn't aware. Right. Uh, average age of a prostitute is 14. <gasps> average. That means they start at 10 and 11. Um, so it's very, very terrifying to think that that's happening to our kids right here in this country. Uh, you think that you use the word trafficking, you think they're heading out of the country right. to being sold into slavery in, in uh, Thailand or something. But truth be told, um, kids uh, maybe not be even kidnapped and sold here, uh, but run away from home. And mm. they get a sense of family from a pimp who says, yeah. I'll provide everything for you. And there's money to be had. Right. So the kid uh, is, can be wooed by that. And not realize baby steps one at a time gets you into a position where all of a sudden there's adults having sex with kids for oh. profit. Well, I like to call it what it is, and that would be raping children for profit. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, so anyway, this movie, The Candy Shop, it's a, it's a part of a, of a competition called the Doorpost Film Project. The Doorpost.com mm-hmm. is where these, these uh, five or four, four or five finalist films are going to be voted on and, and viewed by the public. I think that starts November 4th. I think November 4th you can go on the Webernet and see these movies. The candy shop will uh, will then uh, – I'm the candy shop owner. I turn children into candy, and uh. I sell them uh, from my candy shop. That's that's So that's the – it's a very palatable way of telling uh, uh, a sex story without addressing sex directly. Uh, but you get the idea. Yeah. You ag- right. absolutely come away with this movie going, I need to take action. I need to do my part to make this stop. So all proceeds of the DVD sales, once it goes to DVD – will go to a group called Street Grace in Atlanta, Georgia, that is uh, addressing an, uh, awareness and action to get this problem to stop. Wow. And they're going to branch off and go nationwide as uh, Street Grace, uh, and hopefully I can get, stay involved with them as a spokesperson or something. Uh, because this, this film really got me, got my awareness up and got my, my, my feathers up to like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening here. Right. So, um, and it's, it's a multi-layered problem. It starts, you've got the family uh, that, 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 that doesn't culture kids that want to stay home. You've got, uh, you've got people buying. If there wasn't money being generated, there wouldn't be a problem. Right. Right. And you've got the pimps taking advantage of the whole situation and making a profit from it. So it's a three-tiered problem uh, with the kids, the customers, and the pimps. And, um, and um, so, so, it, so much needs to be addressed on all of these levels. And this, this little film is just a, one little way of saying, hey, spotlight on the problem. Yeah. Right. Sounds, it's happening right here under our noses. Yeah. Wow, sounds like an amazing project. Yeah, yeah, the candy shop. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, so, thank you, thank you for for letting me well, letting, letting for me pour yeah, myself I mean, out right. here. Yeah, Definitely. speaking of whores, I am one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legal though, so I'm of age. Ew. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Doug. It's been a pleasure having you. Absolutely, you're amazing. You, you, you know, you guys are all so much fun. I've done a lot of podcasts. This is one of the fun ones. It oh, is. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is. Try to keep it loose. Can we use that on our website? Please. <laughs> that this is one, one of the fun, fun ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. So for people who are on the Twitter, they can follow you at act, actor Doug Jones. At actor Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. Uh, I'm right. at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Raglan. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. You can follow it there. Please subscribe on iTunes and uh, leave some comments. Yeah. Uh, it helps us to get featured, perhaps. So, and to uh, know what you like. So yeah. Right, right, right. There you go. Stuff, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much for being here, Doug. Thank you for having me. Yay, bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>